Well, good morning, good evening to you all. This is God Talk again for a Monday morning. This is uh, Easter week as we go from uh, Palm Sunday through the days as we move towards the great weekend. So even though we probably are not going to be able to go to a physical church and worship together, I hope that you'll join me for God Talk every day this week. And uh, we'll just spend a few minutes going a little closer on the cross and the resurrection. And... Uh, Next, this next Sabbath, I will preach my Easter sermon at the La Sierra Spanish Church on live at 12 o'clock. Uh, if you have a church you'll go to, there'll be an Easter service somewhere. Even though we don't get to physically be together, we celebrate uh, the great events of the cross and the resurrection. So today the message is roll the stone away. I had to have a colonoscopy a while ago. <clears throat> You get over 50, you're supposed to do these every few years, and uh, so I just wanted to be careful and get that done. You go through the whole deal, no food for a day or two, and do the drinks and all that other terrible stuff. You finally go through the procedure, it's not that big a deal, and you go home, and then you wait for the phone call from your doctor. So it's the middle of the night, two days later, I'm driving home from church in the middle of the night. <laughs> all of a sudden, there's a message on my phone from my doctor's wife. They're my friends. You know, we call each other. And she said, Dan, please call me. And just a thrill of terror went through my soul. You know, and your doctor's wife calls you a day or two after you've had a colonoscopy. It cannot be good. If it was fine, they would just say, Dan, it's fine. But if it's not fine, they'll say, uh, come see the doctor. So I was scared to call her. And I didn't call her back for the next day. I just couldn't do it. Finally, the next day, I said, I better face this, you know, and called her. And I said, am I going to die? She said, no, you're not going to die. Why? She said, you called and left a message that you need to talk to me. I thought, sure, I had a, ne a positive result. She said, no, 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 you're fine. I was all negative. We want you to come for Easter dinner. <laughs> in a moment, I went from maybe I have cancer. What should I do in the last two months of my life? Should I travel around the world? Shall I write a book? What shall I do? To I'm being invited to my doctor's house for Easter dinner. One minute, I'm sort of dead. The next is Easter. That's the story of Easter. Is it really true what Christians believe? That if you believe in this resurrection story, that even if we die someday, we will all live again. Is it really true? We were at the gym at the Orangewood School a while ago. They had a game between the, uh, I think the eighth graders and whatever faculty. They invited me, but I didn't come ready to do that. So I was in the stands just watching with the other kids. And one of the teachers who I have never seen go out there and play, but he's a popular teacher. He's close to my age. He's not young, but, uh, he was out there playing and trying hard and they wanted him to score. And they gave him the ball. They gave him the ball under the basket. He couldn't make it. They gave him at the free throw line. He couldn't make a single thing. He must have thrown up 30 shots. The whole gym was throwing it to him. They would get the rebound and pass it to him again. And uh, even his, his opponents were hoping that he would score. And, and he just couldn't do it. Doesn't have the power. But in the Bible, in Ephesians 1, 19 and 20, it says, You can have the same resurrection power that raised Jesus from the dead. That God has that kind of power, not just to raise you from the dead when Jesus comes, but power to live. Then, then why we were all praying for him to score, why couldn't he score? Does the resurrection power that comes from Easter affect every part of our life? Or is it just one minute when you die, you get to be resurrected and go to heaven? So this week, 
we wrestle with the questions of the resurrection and the cross. First, we have to go through the cross. Jesus spends his whole life knowing he's going to die. It's why he came. He said in John 18, for this purpose I came to this world. So even though it was a terrible thing, what uh, Jews and the Romans and all did to him, one way or the other, he was going to die for our sins down here. When he was 12 years old, he uh, saw the lambs at the Passover. We're told that somehow he began to make the connection that something between these lambs and uh, what, what him, that he maybe was the Lamb of God. And he began to get these phrases. Uh, he makes the miracles of the water to wine and uh, multiplying the bread. Well, there's the, there's the Eucharist. There's the Lord's Supper. And uh, he began to be real clear. I'm going to die, and in three days I will rise up again, and so on. He comes into the Last Supper the night before, and he's under the cross. Everyone knows he's, he's under something. He's changed. The shadow of the cross has come over him. He goes into the garden. He begins to take all of our sins. Your sins, my sins, past sins, all sins, future sins. He cannot feel God anymore. He clings to the ground. He'd been with God, but we'd been one together forever. Now he cannot find the Father and feel the approval, the presence of the Father because of our sin. He clings to the ground to keep from separating from the Father anymore. He feels he's sweating blood. It's so terrible. Then we come with the betrayal, the denial, the whipping, the nails, the crown of thorns, carrying him up, carrying the cross up to the mountain, nailing him to the cross, slamming him into the ground. Seven last words, and he dies. All for us. Shouts it out. It is finished. Never gave up. As the old song says, he could have called 10,000 angels, but he died alone for you and me. There was a priest who was condemned for killing a widow. His Priestly robes were covered with the woman's blood. How how else could it be? He ended up in a prison for 20 years on a leper colony. All of a sudden, a new prisoner came, also a leper, and he admitted that he was the one who had done it, and he had put the blood of the woman on the priest. He had confessed it to the priest. The priest knew that he didn't do it, and this was the man who did it. But he never told the confidentiality. Bore that man's sin for 20 years. Jesus bore all our sins. They go through the weekend. They think it's all over. They've wasted three years following this man, and now he's dead and he's gone. But look at this reversal. They think he's dead and all turns around. I did a funeral this week. Someone's alive, and then in a minute, everything is reversed, and he dies, and they're gone, and you can't talk to them. The worst thing about my father dying, it's so final. You can't make one more call. You can't visit them. I met with someone last week. Husband gone in an hour from a heart attack. No chance to say goodbye. No chance to say, I love you. Thank you. Nothing. It's gone. Just gone. And then there's this reversal. Daniel's three friends, they get thrown into the fiery furnace. They think they're going to die. They know they're going to die. They're on the way into a fire. No one comes out of a fiery furnace alive. And they hit the fire and expect to die. And all of a sudden, there is this reversal. And you're not going to die. And you're going to live. You're going to die someday, but you're not going to die today. That's the gospel. The Lakers can be behind, and then Kobe Bryant would make a shot, just going into the Hall of Fame now. A second ago, you were going to lose, and all is doom, and a second later, everything is happy, and you're celebrating and cheering. We're playing the San Antonio Spurs, and Tim Duncan makes a shot, 4.4 seconds to go, and everyone's cheering him, and but it's not the end. And Derek Harper somehow, somehow throws the ball in with 0.4 seconds, and we're watching, we say, he made it, he made it, we won, and there's this reversal. 
And Jesus is dead on the grave Friday and Saturday, and then Sunday morning there was a reversal. And that's why the famous sermon, it's maybe Friday, but Sunday's coming. And Sunday's coming for us. Good Friday's coming, but Sunday is coming. May you live with resurrection power this week. I hope you'll be back with us with God Talk tomorrow, and we'll go a little farther as we move through Holy Week, moving to Good Friday into Sunday, Easter Sunday. God bless you all.